0: One of the dumbest things that I've heard so far came from the mouth of Bomani Jones. We're going to talk about that today. Um, we're also going to talk about who got cut, who made the team. We're going to look at the roster uh, today. Welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. I'm your host, Mark Adams. I'm one of the 49ers uh, WebZone writers. And today I wrote a story uh, based on some talking points from Bomani Jones, formerly of ESPN, when he went on uh, KNBR on Monday and he said some crazy things about Kyle Shanahan. So let's get into this. Um, and, and by the way, if you if you would take a minute to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, whether wh- wherever you're listening, whether it's audio podcasts or whether you're watching on YouTube or whatever, uh, make sure that you take a minute and to to like, subscribe, follow, all those things. Um, that really helps us out. So thanks for doing that. Thank you for watching. So here's the thing. Bomani Jones obviously was asked on KNBR. He was on with Tom Tolbert and Ray Ratto, and he was asked about the Trey Lance situation. And so Jones said that it's all Shanahan's fault that, um, uh, in fact, he said he's getting off easy But And then he said that he may have broken Trey Lance. So here's what he said, where Kyle loses me and what I just can't understand is the Sam Darnold backup thing. If you want to start Purdy, I get that. That makes sense. I personally cannot imagine being invested in someone enough to give up all they did to get Lance in the first place and then bail on him so Sam Darnold could be your backup quarterback. Especially if your whole thing is, I just want a guy that can drop back and rip it. But you wanted Kirk Cousins, the guy who throws short of the sticks on fourth in the season on the line. And Sam, I see, I'm seeing Ghost Darnold. Here's the here was the big kicker to me. It, Bomani Jones said, and for his own sake, he's talking about uh, Kyle Shanahan. For his own sake, I hope everything goes the way it's supposed to, because if they have another one of those injury ravaged years that they've been uh, good to have. Then and they don't make the playoffs, I'd fire Kyle Shanahan before he could get to the locker room for the last game of the year. Man. And so Tolbert was obviously caught off guard by this, and he said, you would fire Kyle Shanahan? And Jones said, in a heartbeat, you're not winning a Super Bowl without an answer to your quarterback situation. In seven Seven years in, with plenty of opportunities to come up with these solutions, he has failed at every turn. He went on to say, "I personally don't want a coach that can't be uh, that can, that I can't trust a talented quarterback with," and this is the second time a highly talented quarterback has been left with Shanahan. The first one left broken. I'm assuming he's talking about uh, Robert Griffin III, and the second one uh, just got traded for prices that make it seem like he got broken too. So then the question was raised: like, Who made this decision to? Select Trey Lance, and Ray Rod, Ray Ratto said uh, that clearly it's Shanahan, and uh, Bomani Jones said that he he was has been led to believe that John Lynch is the one who made that decision. So here's what he said: the reason I would lean toward the idea of firing is because if it was John Lynch's idea, if I give you a quarterback, figure it out, and he never seemed to have a real investment in figuring it out, and that's part. Uh, that's the part that makes me nervous about him. If I'm, you know, around this team and thinking about the future of it, it's like, are we going to have to deal with mediocre talent at quarterback forever? Cause that's the only thing our head coach can, can ride out with. So these are really strong statements from Bomani Jones saying that Kyle Shanahan messed up this whole situation and sure he didn't handle it well, but to say that he should be fired if the 49ers don't make the uh, playoffs uh it's just kind of kind of crazy to 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 be talking like that because i know Kyle Shanahan does not need to be fired if the 49ers miss the playoffs if they miss the playoffs and it's because Brock Purdy isn't isn't playing well then uh, i mean there's no guarantee that Trey Lance was going to be any better so maybe they should have tried to keep Jimmy Garoppolo instead uh but to, to, I totally disagree that he needs to be fired if they don't make the playoffs. Now, speaking of Garoppolo, he sat down with Robin Lundberg of Sports Illustrated and was asked about the Trey Lance situation. Uh, so Garoppolo said, weird situation. Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco. I'll just leave it at that. But I'm happy Trey got another shot. I'm happy he's going to Dallas, uh, gets another opportunity, and hopefully things work out there. So then uh, the host of this show um, asked how he thinks the 49ers have handled their quarterback situations, and Garoppolo kind of smiled and said, how do you think they've handled them? Uh, so when Lundberg said, I think that they've the, – I would describe it as messy – then Garoppolo said that's a nice way to put it. So, Garoppolo's throwing a little bit of shade at the 49ers or at least at Kyle Shanahan, um, you know, calling it a weird situation that there's a lot of weird things that go on there and not answering the question about uh, how they've handled this. And then, when uh, when the host described it as messy, Garoppolo's saying that's a nice way to put it. Uh, so, I don't think Garoppolo's real happy with the 49ers. And, you know, I still haven't read this article by Tim Kawakami in the athletic. I, have, I plan to go and read that, but evidently it, it hits on how bad the relationship between Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan got. So yeah, Shanahan has a history of not always having the best relationship with his uh, quarterbacks. And uh, there have been other head coaches, uh, successful head coaches that that were like that as well. Um so I'm not overly concerned about it but yeah if if the 49ers flame out if they don't make the playoffs then there's probably going to be some heat on Kyle Shanahan but I totally disagree with what Bomani Jones said Kyle Shanahan should not be fired if the 49ers miss the playoffs but uh, maybe you have a different view of that and you can jump in here and tell me uh, what your what your view of it is so I'm going to jump into um some of the cuts that were made today. I'm not going to go through every single cut uh, because the 49ers pared down their, their 90 man roster to 53. And so I'm not going to go through the entire thing, uh, but just, I'm just going to hit on uh, just a handful of them. So Jason Poe is one who was cut. Uh, Tay Martin was cut, which that kind of, that kind of bummed me out because I like Tay Martin. I I like what I've seen from him and uh, was hoping that, uh, that maybe he'd make the team. Jack Coletto is a fan favorite. He he didn't make the team, and so Matt Barrows wrote that the 49ers would love to have Jack Coletto back on the practice squad, but remember, the Jets, Dolphins, Seahawks, Broncos, and Chiefs were also gunning for him at the end of the draft. So Coletto is going to have some other teams really trying to get him. Uh, the Jets and the Dolphins obviously run the same offense the 49ers run. So they're going to certainly be interested in him. Um, Broncos, you know, so there you have Sean Payton, the Chiefs obviously with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes uh, and then the Seahawks. I mean, of course the Seahawks are going to want somebody who played for the 49ers. That's just how they are. Um, But yeah, I'd love to see Jack Coletto get back on the 49ers practice squad. Who knows if that's going to happen? There, there are some other teams that are going to be going after him. So, uh, so Deshaun Jameson, man, this was this one was disappointing. I, I really had high hopes for Jameson to be on the roster this season, and so right now that's not looking uh, like it's going to happen. Hopefully, they'll bring him back on the practice squad. Uh, I'd love to see that because the kid has a lot of potential. Uh, so, uh, you know, kind of bummed me. I, I wonder if the fact that Jameson put the ball on the ground a couple of times, maybe if that had to had anything to do with it, but, uh, uh we'll, we'll have to see, um, Quantra's night. Here's another one that kind of surprised me. Uh, Quantra has been having a, a really good uh, training camp, good preseason. And so a lot of people are really high on him. Um, so, uh, Matt, Matt Mayoko said that he remains an option to return to the practice squad if if he clears waivers. So yeah this is gonna be uh, gonna be an interesting one to watch as well. Jeff Dini posted that uh, Quantrez Knight had the highest grade 83.7 of any 49ers defensive back in the preseason and Barrow said that Knight was hitting everything that moved and so that's the kind of guy that you want somebody like Quantrez Knight who is uh, playing that well. Uh, So James says, Kyle has lost all credibility with the media. I can get that you can't be 100% honest with us, but this dude is lucky to hit 5%. The fan base isn't stupid. The way he's been so negligent with picks and injuries. Uh, I don't know if I totally agree that he's been honest 5% of the time. I, I think that John Lynch has a has a problem with not not being dishonest. I think that John Lynch can't lie. <laughs> um, he seems to really struggle with that, which is is a rare characteristic for a general general manager. Um, Kyle, yeah, I mean, he probably sometimes isn't fully honest, but uh, yeah, he didn't handle the whole Trey Lance situation the right way. Uh, let's see. James said is do or die time. No more excuses from this front office. Yeah. It's time to go win that six Lombardi and, uh, see what they can do from this point on. Um, you know, hopefully this team's going to come together and, uh, and, and, really do some great things. So, uh, so let's continue on with the, the list uh, of those that got cut. <clears throat> so Ilm Manning was cut. This, uh, this was surprising. Because I thought that Nick Zakel was horrible. And I was hoping that Zakel would be nowhere near this team, but he actually made the roster. And I'm going to go through the roster here in just a minute. But the fact that Nick Zakel made it over Ilm Manning, uh, man, that's got to be an experience thing uh, because Manning way outplayed Zakel. Nick Zakel was just terrible the whole the whole preseason. Marcelino McCrary Ball, this surprised me a lot. I actually predicted that Marcelino McCrary Ball would be that third linebacker, that he would take the place of Aziz Alshire. I was wrong, obviously. Uh, Maybe he will down the road, um, although uh, Jalen Graham and D. Winters both made the team. So that's great news for them, but that's bad news for Marcelino McCrary Ball. So I don't know if they're going to try to bring him back to the practice squad. maybe they will. Um, uh, Matt Mayoko did say that El Manning that they they would like to the 49ers would like to get him on the practice squad. So that's good news but uh, yeah, kind of surprised about McCrary Ball. Uh, Leroy Watson was cut as well. and this is a kid with a lot of athletic ability. Um, he has the body, the build, uh, the athletic ability to play the uh, tackle position, but uh, just didn't didn't make the cut. So Matt Barrows said that he's been waived, uh, that Watson saw a lot of action this summer at both left tackle and right tackle and seems like someone the team would like to continue to develop on the practice squad. So hopefully they'll uh, do that because I think that Watson has a bright future uh, and somebody that could uh, come in and, and help the team. Let's see, Isaiah Winstead, the receiver, he was cut, um, and that's not a surprise, but uh, I, I was hoping to see a little bit more from him. Uh, two kind of surprises were Austin Bryant and Kerry Hyder Jr. So they both were cut, but um, it's it sounds like maybe tomorrow they're going to be brought back. So it sounds like this is just a move um, to get the team under uh, that that number of where they're supposed to be and that maybe tomorrow they'll they'll bring them back. Uh so I I wouldn't I would not be shocked to see uh, Austin Bryant and Carrie Hyder Jr. come back, maybe even as early as tomorrow. Cosmo said it's obvious 49ers see Graham and winner as winners as the future linebacker. Yeah, I totally agree with that because um Jalen Graham had the like he was not only was he playing middle linebacker in training camp, which Matt Barrows said never happens for a rookie, so that shows you how quickly he caught on, but in some of the preseason games, he actually had the radio in his helmet, so um so he was calling plays and and kind of directing traffic at times, and d winters just has uh, has really good skill. So I'm not surprised. I I really felt like when they were drafted, I didn't think that Jalen Graham, I I couldn't see him making it. But the more when they started practicing, even the rookie minicamp from that point on, I was like, man, this guy's making it because he's just, all he's doing out there is making plays. Uh, Crazy Juice said, I believe that Marcelino McCrary Ball, Deshaun Jameson and Quantra's Knight should have made the roster. Yeah, I'm surprised at that too. Uh, I, I hope that all three end up on the practice squad because I'd hate for the, the team to lose those guys. Um, a lot of talent there. They they still need some development, but uh, I, I think I like where they're headed uh, with those players. Uh, so let's see. Moving on, Chris Conley. Kind of surprised. I mean, I I thought uh, I do a, a, an observations piece after every game, and one of the things that I wrote about. Uh, this this last game was that, uh, or maybe it was the game before, was that it seems like Chris Conley makes plays every game and the 49ers quarterbacks seem to look to him whenever they need to get a completion. So I was kind of surprised that uh, that he or Willie Sneed, both Chris Conley and Willie Sneed both were cut and I thought that one of them might make it, but uh, neither of them did. Also, Troy Fumagalli uh, was cut. Uh, you know he had that big first game, but really the the second two preseason games was uh, was more quiet. Uh, let's see, T. Y. McGill, kind of surprising that he didn't make it. But you know there's there's a lot of bodies along that defensive line, and so you know are they going to bring back Kerry Hyder Jr.? Are they going to bring back Austin Bryant? What might they bring back? T. Y. McGill. Uh, so we'll see. What uh, what happens with those guys? Um, also, Darrell Luter Jr. was put on the reserve physically unable to perform list, so he's going to be ineligible to play the first four games of the season. Um, and re- he really didn't didn't get in there for for uh, for training camp. So hopefully he can you know come back after that fourth week and and start practicing and and maybe make some kind of impact this year, because they, the, the team really is kind of kind of thin at the corner position. There were some players that were placed on IR, uh, Zane Gonzalez, uh, safety Taylor Hawkins, Cameron Lawtu, the rookie tight end, uh, which, so this likely means that he's out for the season, um, AJ Parker, the cornerback, uh, so some of these guys, or, or maybe even all of them, may be done for the season. I, I kind of doubt. I, Zane Gonzalez, I don't think his injury is that bad. So, um, I'm not really sure what they're going to do w- with him. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, man, they need to, they need to definitely find a way to keep him and law they they're, they're going to keep. So I thought that Latu would make the team, but, uh, his injury, his, uh, I think he has an MCL. I think that's what I remember seeing. And so that, uh, is that going to end his season? It, it very well could. So, uh, let's see. So I, I mentioned Kerry Hyder jr. And Austin Bryant as uh, procedural moves. Um, actually one of the beat writers reported the 49ers plan on signing both players back to the 53 man roster tomorrow. So there you go. Those guys, uh, should, uh, Heider and Bryant should be coming back tomorrow. So that's good. Um, Matt Barrows tweeted for the second straight year, the 49ers final pick in the draft has made the initial roster. Jalen Graham was a quick study and spent most of training camp at demanding middle like linebacker, a feat for a rookie. So yeah, good things for, uh, uh for Jalen Graham, some other rookies that made the team, Ronnie Bell made the team. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, which that was was not a surprise at all. We all knew that that was going to happen. Jake Moody, of course, made the team. Uh, Jair Brown, uh, the uh, the third rounder, uh, the safety, and uh, I already mentioned D. Winters. So, so a lot of a lot of good things to celebrate there, and and some surprises that didn't make the team. Uh, but uh, so let's take a look real quick at the uh, what the um, the final. Uh, roster at least not final but as it stands uh right now so cosmo said having warner is a huge plus for those young linebackers yeah absolutely i mean warner warner's one of those guys that as a rookie was already you know showing himself to be one of those guys that that looked like he had been around for for years i mean he just is a very smart football player so uh really cool for uh for those guys to be able to play behind a guy like warner so let's take a, a quick look at the roster so at quarterback of course we have brock purdy sam darnold and brandon allen the running backs McCaffrey, use mitchell mason and ty davis price debo samuel uh this is the wide receivers debo iuk jennings ronnie bell ray ray mcleod danny gray remember ray ray was supposed to miss a lot of time, but now they're thinking that he might be back uh, by that, by this first game in Pittsburgh. So we'll see tight end. This was, this was a little surprising. So George Kittle, Charlie Warner, I actually thought that Charlie Warner might not make it. Uh, but I, I also thought that Cameron Law two would. So is Warner in there instead of law two, or is Ross Dwelly who made it? Is he in there because of law two? And then Braden Willis made it, which uh, which I'm excited about because I, th- I think that Braden Willis is going to be uh, become a good tight end who can uh, do a lot of do a lot in the the running game. You know, as a blocker, uh, he can do a lot of in the passing game as a receiver. So uh, I'm excited about uh, uh, Braden Willis. On the offensive line, you have the starters and Williams, Banks, Brendel, Burford, and McKivitts. and then you have Jalen Moore, uh, who was looking terrible those first two preseason games, but then the last preseason game looked looked a, really a, a whole lot better. Um, John Feliciano made the team, and Nick Zakel. I already mentioned him uh, last year. I you know I always was I always rode Mike McGlinchy pretty hard, but I man, I'd rather have somebody like Mike McGlinchey. You know he's a tackle, and Zakel's a guard. But uh, I'd take McGlinchy on the offensive line over Zakel anytime. I hope that Nick Zakel never has to play. <laughs> I've probably made that clear. <laughs> uh, defensive line. Uh, so you have Eric Armstead, Javon uh, J- uh, J- Hargrave, Kevin Givens, Drake Jackson, Cleland Furl, Javon Kenlaw, Robert Bill Jr., Kalia Davis. So I'm glad that Davis made the team. Uh, I knew that Robert Bill would make it because even though he hasn't done much, uh, he has a lot of upside, but he also needs a lot of development. So I knew that he would make it. I figured Ken Law would make it. Um, Kalia Davis, I, I was hoping that he would because I think that he's potentially the closest thing they have to DJ Jones, uh, and, and they really have missed uh, DJ Jones. Uh, let's see. The last one that's, the, that's listed on here is Nick Bosa. Um, he's listed as reserve, did not report. So when is that going to happen? Is Bosa ever going to get signed or is he re- is he going to retire? We're going to find out that Bosa's retiring. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I mean, he's not going to walk away from all that money. Um it's just uh you know, like last week um I think I think it was James that said something about um maybe Bosa's waiting for um, the, uh, the chiefs, uh, defensive lineman to, to get into camp. And I had some guy that, uh, that reached out to me on, uh, on PSF, the pro sports, uh, fans app and say something like, I know for a fact that, uh, Chris Jones is coming back, uh, which would be this week. And so who knows? I mean, I, I don't know if this guy really knows that, or if he's just making things up, but uh I, I don't, I kind of doubt that Bosa's waiting on Chris Jones. I think that he's gonna come in when he's when he's gonna come, whenever I, I just don't know what the holdup is, but they need to get this done. Uh, linebacker, of course, is Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Oren Burks. I think that Burks is probably gonna be that third starter. Jalen Graham, D winners, and Demetrius, Demetrius Flanagan fowles that one surprised me. Again, I thought that Marcelino Mercury Ball would make it over Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, but the way they've been in the preseason, uh, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles played a lot better than Marcelino Mercury Ball. So I think that that's why those two names are hard to say. Try saying those fast. Demetrius Flanagan Fowles and Marcelino McCurry Ball. Those are hard, hard to say. Uh cornerback, you have Charvarius Ward, DeAndre Lenore, Samuel Womack, uh, Ambry Thomas, and Isaiah Oliver. Figured that Isaiah Oliver would make it because his contract is guaranteed, and they they really expect him to do uh, to to be that guy. At least that's that's how it was coming into the preseason that he was the assumed starter at uh, that uh, nickel uh, corner position, but. He did not look good in the preseason. So hopefully he can turn it around, but uh, I, I still don't know. I, I think they're going to – a lot of people are talking about how they're going to put Ambry Thomas on the outside. on Like Diamond or Lenore is going to start opposite Charverius Ward, and then when uh, when they need to move to nickel, that uh, Lenore is going to come inside and Ambry Thomas will be on the outside. I, I don't like that idea. Um, I heard, uh, Dante Whitner on KNBR saying that he doesn't like that idea. He thinks that, um, that the other teams are going to really go after Ambry Thomas. And he just doesn't know if Ambry Thomas is up for that. I'm the same way because, you know, I go back to that game in 2021 that the 49ers had to win. It's the last game of, uh, of the season. They were against the Rams. They had to win in order to make it into the postseason. And of course they did some great plays by Jimmy Garoppolo and the offense to, to, uh, to to tie that game and then take the lead and um, in overtime. And, and so then you have the situation where now the Rams have the ball and Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford, threw uh, the ball deep to Odell Beckham Jr. And Ambry Thomas picked it off the 49ers. win. you know, you know, the story. If you go back and look at that, and, and I have, I've gone back to look at it multiple times. To me, it looks like Odell Beckham Jr. had Amber Thomas beat and Matthew Stafford underthrew it. So I don't know. I, I'm not the film junkie like some of these other guys are or other girls are. And so I I don't know. But from what I saw... I thought that Ambry Thomas was beat and that if Stafford would have made a good throw that um, maybe uh, Odell Beckham Jr catches that ball and scores and the 49ers lose and they don't even get into the playoffs. That was that's what I saw. Now you can go back and 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 stop it and and look, you know, maybe I I haven't seen like the all 22 so I don't know um that angle of it, but I just remember thinking this this glimpse that I caught oh my gosh, Amber Thomas just got beat. And then the ball was thrown short, he picks it off, and the game's over. So I don't have a lot of confidence in Ambry Thomas. I know that he came on strong at the end of that year, and he gets credit for that interception, but I am concerned uh, about Amber Thomas being on the opposite side of Tarvarius Ward. At safety, it's Talanoa Hufanga, Tashawn Gibson, Jair Brown, and George Odom. No surprise there. And special teams, Jake Moody, Mitch Wisnowski, and Tabor Pepper. So uh, so what do you think about the uh, the roster? What do you think about who was cut? What do you think about the the uh, comments from Bomani Jones that if the 49ers don't make the playoffs, Kyle Shanahan should be fired? What do you think about those? I, I think that that comment's ridiculous. Um he just Kyle's had too much success now. If they if they miss the playoffs and then they keep missing the playoffs and and Trey Lance becomes a star and Brock, Brock Purdy fizzles out, then I think that you're going to be looking at, uh, at at somebody's seat who's really hot. Um, so what's up, Kali? Is that how he's? Kali, Mr. Young, Mark? Just subscribe, brother. Love your work and content. Thank you, man. I Appreciate that. Um, I've seen, I've seen you before. I've seen you on some, uh, maybe some, maybe some other podcasts that I was on and you jumped in and, and talked, uh, to us. So, so it was cool to see you. Um, so tell me what y'all think about this roster you don't have to do it right now, but I'm curious what, uh, what you're thinking about that. What do you think about what Bomani Jones said? Uh, man, uh, just, just a crazy, crazy. It's been a crazy, almost week. So, you know, tomorrow is the day that we found out that, uh, that Sam Dardo was the number two and that, uh, that Trey Lance was being shopped. And so that kind of set everything off. And then it kind of was a little quieter on Thursday and then Friday, obviously Trey Lance gets traded to the Dallas Cowboys. And so it's been kind of crazy ever since, ever since then. So, um, that's all that I have, unless anybody else uh, has something to jump in here with. But uh, appreciate you watching. Uh, please take a, a minute to uh, like the video. And wherever you're watching from or listening from, make sure you rate, review, and follow the 49ers Camelot Show. Y'all have a great, uh, great rest of your day. I may be back in here tomorrow with some other things, but we'll see Uh, working on a mailbag for 49ers web zone. So uh, I'll be coming out with that and then coming on here as well um, real soon. So uh, good show. Thanks Cosmo. Appreciate that. So yeah, uh, hope, hope to see y'all back in here uh, and maybe tomorrow, Uh, if not tomorrow, what is this? This is Tuesday. So I'm hoping to be back in here tomorrow. I'm going to be on another show. On uh, Thursday uh, with Ty Alston, uh, so uh, I'll try and put that information out so you can check that out. Uh, he's a cool guy, and so that's going to be fun to uh, uh, to be a part of. Thanks, Crazy Juice. Crazy Juice, said, great show. Niners all damn day, baby. Bay. Yeah, yeah. We're man, we're we're riding no matter what. Uh, no matter what goes on. If you're following this, if you are following this team when Jim Tom Sula was the head coach if you stuck with this team when uh gosh when when Mike Nolan was the coach and when Dennis Erickson was the coach that was a long time ago but man those were some bad teams and uh, that Tom Sula team that was just sad cuz that was right after we dealt with uh you know had 3 three great years and then one really injured year with Jim Harbaugh. And so those were great years. And then we followed that with Jim Tomsula, who struggled to put words together and uh, then Chip Kelly the next year. So if you stuck with the team back then, then man, you are legit. You're a real fan uh, because now that the team's good, everybody wants to be part of it. But, uh, but the, the real fans are the ones that stuck it out through those tough days. And, and uh, I know a lot of y'all were that way. So, Hey, thanks for joining me. Um, Have a great uh, rest of your day and I'll see you in the next day or two.